no, we, you know, I mean, we, we just, uh, we, the bears are what we thought they were. What, what, what we thought they were. Say that one more time, play. Oh! One more time. Oh! One more time. Welcome to the Bear Essentials. On today's show, I'm rolling solo, but I'll be breaking down day three of the Senior Bowl practices here in Mobile, Alabama. But audience, don't you worry. The boy A-Dub is over at the convention center trying to snag some last second interviews for us so that we'll have for the show for next week. So he's over there working hard. So I'm going to hold him down, get this episode in. He'll be back on the show Sunday when we do our recap episode for the Senior Bowl game itself. So audience, without further ado, I'm going to get into it. So as I mentioned, day three, Thursday, everything moved indoors. So A-Dub and I talked about those practices on Wednesday, how we were just out there in the cold, in those rainy-ass conditions. So I was glad that the Senior Bowl team decided to bring everything indoors, protect the athletes, because those field conditions I thought were less than ideal. And you don't want these guys getting hurt. A lot of these guys are playing for their opportunity in the NFL, getting injured in, in these practices. It's not going to be a good look for them. So I thought it was, I want to give a salute to that senior bowl staff for making that decision to move the practice indoor. So A-Dub and I were fortunate enough to be able to go and attend those practices on Thursday. And so some of the things that really, really stood out to me on Thursday was the fact of the quarterbacks. I thought there was a big emphasis on trying to get those quarterbacks to kind of get themselves a, a little bit more of a shot in the arm, if you will. So what I noticed was Deuce Staley, he finished out those week of practices with those guys and had a little bit of competition. So as we talked about earlier, what Dan Campbell was doing is he was doing those one-on-one offense versus defensive drills to kind of spur up some of the competition. What Deuce Staley did with the offense yesterday in the practices had Willis and uh, Zap and Sam Howe. He had those guys doing a combination of uh, really cool drills. One of them he did like the little net target drill. They had the little small net out about 10 or 15 yards out. Had those guys kind of trying to compete there. And then the second drill they did is they did that garbage can drill in the corner of the end zone. Just kind of like working on some accuracy things there. And so when it came to that small net challenge, Zappy he hit one of his throws. Willis and Howell, they did not. And then when it came to the garbage can drill, this is the one that kind of had the oohs and ahs because this is the one that people are really kind of paying attention to, seeing how accurate these guys were. And I will say in this one, Willis actually did hit the garbage can twice. He didn't get anything to go in. And the other two quarterbacks, they didn't come close to hitting the garbage can. But like I said, the thing for me with these practices is the competition. I love that part. And these, these athletes have been very phenomenal. They've been really cool to work with this week, very accommodating to the media, and also their attitude. You can tell they're taking the, the teaching that they're getting from these staffs and going out there and really trying to show their hunger and their passion for wanting to continue on in their careers. So really, really awesome to see a lot of these kids the way that they've been balling out this week. So I talked to I talked about the quarterback competition there a little a little while ago. Now we haven't focused too much on the quarterback situation here in Mobile because you know, you guys, for the most part, our Chicago Bears listeners, we have this week picked up some new listeners. It's because we're down here at the, at the Senior Bowl. So 
I thought we would talk about the quarterbacks just a little bit to kind of give you guys a little primer there. But for Bears land, we're good. We got Justin Fields, baby, so we're all good over here at the quarterback situation. However, though, when I look at these quarterbacks, though, Malik Willis is a guy that's really started to grow on me. And I've, I've been wondering with this quarterback group, I was like, which of these guys is going to be the one that's going to he's going to kind of remove himself from the pack? Because I kind of thought all these guys are kind of like similar, like in their skill set and, and talent and so forth. But I will say this about um, Willis. Now, Tuesday's practice, he was kind of so-so. But he stacked back-to-back really good practice together. When you look at Wednesday, when you look at Thursday, I thought by far he's the best quarterback on the field by a long shot. His arm talent is just awesome. A lot of confidence, a lot of swagger. And I saw him after the practice. I saw him talking with some of his coaching staff, some of his teammates that came down. And you can just tell he's got that attitude. He knows he can ball. And he's very hungry uh, for that opportunity. And I think that this kid has really helped himself this week with these practices that he had, especially Wednesday and Thursday of this week. Another area for Thursday's practice audience that I wanted to kind of focus on, just in case you guys didn't get a chance to watch it or tune into it. What I saw was a lot of the Lions team working on red zone. They had a heavy red zone day. And I thought that was kind of cool because it's really important work when you even think about pro teams when it comes to the red zone. So seeing them do that with these guys getting them prepped for the game tomorrow, I thought that was really awesome because with the red zone, I think you have to think about for us as fans, especially for Bears fans. Our red zone execution was not always on point. And in this practice, I saw that the red zone play was pretty solid. And I'm really looking forward to seeing how this translates into the game tomorrow, seeing that they designated so much time to work and hone in on that. And some of the direct recipients of that red zone time was the wide receiver Khalil Shakir. Now, this is a guy that A-Dub has talked to you guys about on the show, wide out from Boise. He had three touchdowns in the red zone time in the practice on Thursday. Kenny Pickett and him had a nice little um, connection out there. They got things done, and Shakur is continuing to show people, hey, he's going to be a name that you guys are going to definitely have to take note of because he had himself a really good practice there on Thursday. So that's kind of all I have for you guys on that. I want to segue over to some of the guys that I think have really, really helped themselves this week. I mean, you have to think about what the senior bowl opportunity is for a lot of these guys. This is an opportunity for some guys that are already on the radar to solidify themselves, as I mentioned before. But you also have a number of guys that are probably that, that, are, that have played for smaller programs or guys that maybe didn't get a high profile because they had high, uh, they had you know, more prolific players on their team and they kind of were in their shadows. This week right here allows some of these people to really show NFL scouts and so forth what they're made of. So without further ado, I'm just going to kind of run through some of the guys that I really thought have helped themselves here this week down in Mobile. Jermaine Johnson. Talked, to him, talked about him the other episode. You can't have a list and he not be on it. This guy's been the best player on the field this entire week. Jermaine Johnson is a beast. Now, I will tell you this, audience. As a Bears fan, I would love if there was some kind of way that we can go up and get him because he's definitely going to be a first-rounder. I mean, he showed everything he needed to while he was on the field this week. And not only just impressive on the field, but I also thought off the field too. His dealings, the way he's dealt with the media. 
I've even seen the way he's been with locals, you know, that have come up and tried to talk to him. The kid gets it. He's going to be a very strong edge rusher in the league. Love everything that this guy brings to the table. Now, he did miss the practice there on Thursday. They said he was dealing with a bit of an ankle injury. However, they're saying that he will play in the game on Saturday. So I'm looking forward to seeing him out there and seeing him ball out. But Jermaine Johnson is definitely a guy, audience, that I think is going to really translate well at that next level. He's made himself a shit ton of money this week. That's all I got to tell you. The next guy, we haven't talked about him much on the show, but Christian Watson, wide receiver out of North Dakota State. Now, as I talked about, these small school prospects, these are the guys that are coming down here to this to, to the Senior Bowl and making a name for themselves. And I will say this. Sometimes people always say with the small school prospects, oh, are they going to be able to catch up with the speed of the game and how are they going to adjust? Well, guess what? <laughs> when I looked at this Christian Watson guy, I've seen him from day one of these practices all the way up to Thursday. He has not struggled to acclimate to the playing style at all. His learning curve, I think, has been very, very small. He's been out there doing what he has to do. He's been the most consistent wide receiver, I think, all week. Now, I know A-Dub has talked to you guys about Shakur. He's talked to you guys about Jalen Tolbert. But in my estimation, Christian Watson is someone that I think that a lot of people need to take notice of. He's got some really nice physical traits. And I'm telling you, in that Thursday's practice, especially there in the red zone, his routes against man coverage were money in the bank. And I really think that he's someone that has made himself a lot of money this week as well. Travis Jones. I've talked to you guys about him a lot. I'm not going to repeat anything I've already said here, but I will tell you this. His power is unmatched. That combination of speed, raw power, strength, the way that he works at the point of attack, these offensive linemen have not been able to do anything with him all week long. And I'll tell you one thing. You can count on one hand how many reps he lost this week. That's how dominant he's been this week. Travis Jones is, is someone that I hope the Chicago Bears have on their radar. And when Matt Eberflus was down here, he was over there watching some of those drills. So I know he saw what I saw. At least I hope you did. So we'll see what happens there. Perion Winfrey. Now, this is someone that I've heard his name being talked about a lot from a lot of different scouts, and rightfully so. This kid has gone down there. He's come down here to Mobile, and he's also – taking advantage of his opportunities, has played very well. He has practiced very well out here. Now, if anybody has, if anybody's seen Oklahoma football, you'll know that he kind of had more of a down year, very inconsistent. He was expected to take a really big leap here this season. So, again, when we talk about what the senior bowl represents for a lot of these guys, it, it represents an opportunity for the guy, these guys to showcase their abilities. And one of the things that I like about Winfrey is the guy has a really good uh, first step, like the way he gets off the ball, really, really good. And out of all the interior defenders that are out there, and I know I talked about Logan Hall on the last episode, who I really like as well, but I think Winfrey has a little bit better first step burst than even him as well. And I thought that he's, uh, I thought Winfrey was very consistent in practice this week, energy, Juice, especially those Wednesday practices when they were out there in the, in the elements. I did not see him taking any sort of reps off. He was out there. He was energetic, was ready to go. And that's stuff that I watch. That's the things that I was looking for, guys. I'm like, okay, of these guys that are out here in these elements, who's loafing? Who are the ones that are busting their ass through the reps? And Winfrey was one of those guys. And so 
audience, this is another name that I want you guys to kind of keep in mind as a potential fit for the Chicago Bears and a person that really stepped up here this week in Mobile. Jalen Petrie, the safety from Baylor. This guy right here is someone that I really hope that the Chicago Bears scouts are taking a look at. This man has far exceeded, he has far exceeded my expectations of him this week. He was someone that, I was on, that was on my radar when I was doing some of my film breakdowns of different guys that were going to be down here this week. And even seeing him here in person, I'm like, damn, he's even better of a player than I've seen on tape. So one of the things about this guy that I liked is that he played around the line of scrimmage a ton in college. And I saw him, I saw them utilizing him that way here down here in Mobile this week as well. Mostly for him, clever slot receivers, tight ends up the city. So what I think a lot of scouts wanted to see from him this week was, can this guy cover people on the island? And <laughs> if you guys want to know the answer to that question, it's very simple. He passed that thing with it. He, he passed that thing with flying colors. Now, the guy was, and one of the things that I really like about him, audience, and if you guys haven't seen it, please go to YouTube. Just take a quick look at some of the things that he was doing. But the way that he changed direction and with no hesitation, that's something that I loved. And he's got the ball skills to match. And as we, all of our Bears, and as, as Bears Nation knows, we want more turnovers. Matt Eberflus is going to come here. He's going to stress that with this defense. And a guy like Jalen Petrie, I think, would be a great addition to this team because he's got that ability, he's got the cover skills, and the guy's not afraid to put a hit on somebody as well. So I think the way that he's going to play in that run game, which is going to be very great at the, at the next level, but also his improved ability in pass coverage, audience, keep your eye on this Jalen Petrie kid because I really like what he brings to the table. Roger McCreary. This is a kid that I talked to you guys about day one. This guy, I thought, is having himself another phenomenal week. Now, you know when these scouts, they come in, they measure the guys, and a lot of the scouts were focusing on Roger McCurry and saying he's got short arms. Okay. But you can't replace heart. You can't replace talent. Measurements and all that kind of stuff, I get it. I know the scouts, they, they concern themselves with all those different things. Sounds good. What I'm looking at is I'm looking at a guy in these practices that was playing in the nickel. He was playing at the outside corner position. And I will tell you one thing. He was fully transitioned on the inside in some of these practices. Now, I don't think that that's where he's going to end up playing on at the next level. I don't think they're going to have him covering the slot. But the three days of practice that I saw with him, was invaluable because he was switching around, playing in a lot of positions. But what I did see is they kind of focused solely in having him play in that slot a little bit. So I think, if anything, that should show a lot of teams and scouts that this kid has versatility. And so that's going to be something for a lot of people to really pay attention to. One thing, a, a scout did mention to me earlier this week. He said that I think teams are going to make a mistake with this guy, and they're going to evaluate him incorrectly like they did with Asante Samuel Jr. last year. Now, I hope they do, because if this guy falls into the second or third round, that would be a great pick for the Chicago Bears to make, because I think that he's going to come into the NFL, and I think he's going to ball out. I don't care about the measurements of his arms. The kid's got talent, and the kid has versatility. 
and he showed the ability that he wanted to come down here. Wherever the coaches staff decided that they were going to put him out there on the field, that is where he was going to go. And wherever they put him on the field, he made plays. And that's what all that's what you asked for. In these situations here where these guys are really trying to prove themselves to the scouts and so forth, that's what you want to see. The last guy that I thought had really helped himself this week, Devontae, Rod, uh, Devontae Wyatt, defensive tackle from Georgia. Now, if you guys remember on the last episode, I talked to you guys about the time that I had a chance to sit down with, with Shannon Tindall, one of the talented linebackers that are down here at Senior Bowl. He's a Georgia player. And he talked about the fact of, we have deep as hell down here. So many Georgia players at the Senior Bowl. Now, Devontae Wyatt, man, oh, man, audience. Any of you guys that have been watching the Senior Bowl, you probably already know what I'm getting ready to say. And for those of you that have not been watching it, you're just listening to us to kind of get our feedback on anything, this guy is quick, first-step explosion, amazing. Now, he's a three-technique tackle. So, with a guy like this, he's going to be able to get that penetration through the line of scrimmage, and he did that early and often here in these practices down at Mobile. Now, one thing that I had to watch over and over again, so I was recording some of his pass rushing and also some of the stuff that he was doing in the one-on-one drills. And one of the things when I kept like rewinding it and kind of looking back at it was he's got a nice skill set and different moves to defeat blocks at the line of scrimmage. He doesn't use the same type of moves over and over again, and I like that. That means that, hey, he's got a little bit of a bag there, and I like that. Quick little stutter step move that I saw on tape of him, and I said, damn, he's going to be nasty at the next level. So, audience, Devontae Wyatt, keep your eyes out for him. I think he's going to be another player that you guys may want to kind of keep your eyes out. Tyler Batty is a guy that I mentioned to you guys on yesterday's show. He had a really good practice there in day three. I think he's going to be someone that's going to come to the next level, be very versatile, nice little change of pace, a runner, very complimentary back. Now, the Bears, we're good one and two. However, you never know what's going to happen with Tariq Cohen, so Tyler Batty could be a guy that we can look at. Offensive lineman Trevor Pinnock. Now, this is a guy that came into Senior Bowl week with a big pedigree attached to him, one of the guys that everybody has said, hey, watch out for Trevor Pinnock. He's going to be that guy. And I will say this, he's been a thorn in the side of the defensive lineman throughout the week. Now, one thing, though, that I feel like Trevor has struggled with this week was he's he's been he's kind of been challenged, as I mentioned earlier about uh, the small school prospects adjusting to the speed of the game. I think that that's something that Trevor has kind of struggled with. But when it came to day three, I thought he had a really good practice. The one thing about him, he's physical. And he's going to finish a block. And that is something that A-Dub and I talked about last year when we covered the senior ball virtually, is that you want an offensive lineman that's going to finish blocks. Think about Tevin Jenkins. That was the thing about him. He finishes plays to uh, fruition. That is what I see from Trevor Penning as well. And there were a couple times that Trevor was initiating some little small little altercations with defensive linemen because of his effort, because he was playing almost damn near through the echo of the whistle. And that's been something that's been constant with him all week. So while he has struggled with the speed of the game, the guy plays with a mean streak. He's tough as hell and very physical. So that's somebody, audience, for you guys to keep your eye on. Trevor Penning, offensive tackle, Northern Iowa. I think his fiery play is something that we can utilize here in Chicago. And as I mentioned, could be another swing tackle type of guy as well. 
but definitely someone that I hope that the Bears are, are, are taking a look at. But there's been a lot of talent out here on the field this week. I mean, I don't want to just start throwing a whole bunch of names at you guys of, of guys that I think that could be a fit here in Chicago. Just wanted to do a breakdown of some guys that I thought have had some really strong weeks and also top performers for day three. I mean, Zion Johnson, last guy I'll, I'll talk to you guys about. Offensive alignment from Boston College. Now, he played left tackle at Boston College and played it very fucking well. And um, the one thing that I would say here when it comes to him, he has versatility. And I've talked about this a lot with some of these linemen here in this draft. He can play guard. And he's been playing a new position down here at Mobile. He's been playing center. And I will say this. He's got an outside shot to be a first-round draft pick. But we'll see what happens there because if for some reason he does drop to the second round, that's another guy that I hope is on the Chicago Bears' radar. This guy right here has been playing very well. And he had a rep against Travis Jones, the guy that I've been raving about all week. He actually stonewalled him on a play. That was a really good one-on-one -on -one battle between those two. And as I mentioned on this, if you guys like one-on-one -on -one play, trenches, offensive line versus defensive line, fire up some of the tape from some of these practices because you will be in for a treat because we have seen it all this week. And I'm really excited for the game tomorrow. I can't wait. A-Dub will be back on Sunday when we do our recap of the Senior Bowl game and also our observations from the week. Audience, we appreciate you guys as always for helping to make this a top-tier Chicago Bears podcast. Senior Bowl has been an amazing experience for A-Dub and I. We look forward to chatting with you guys again, and I am out.